It's time for Hey everyone, it's John Norman and Jonathan Fink. And today we have a lot of K-pop hot topics that we're going to be talking about. I think we should try to do this at least once a month, if possible. Oh, yes. This is going to be just like... <laughs> yeah, a wrap-up of the of the month, you know? Like, or of the last few months or whatever. But since we're this is our first one, and so many things have happened throughout this year, I, I guess we'll we'll talk about... What has recently transpired, and then, like, if we do it again in the future, we'll just talk about, like, a month-to-month, like, hot topics Yeah, see, the reason, the reason why I paused there is because I was trying to be witty, but I'm not. I was trying to think of once a month, then I was thinking of periods, then I was thinking of Sonny, and I was thinking of him hating it, um, but it all didn't come together quick enough. Oh, okay. Sure, <laughs> that makes lots of sense somehow. Okay, right. It, okay, it does in like some sort of way. Like I tried to take you down that journey of my mind, but uh, you know, it's difficult. So now what? <sighs> so now that I brought it up, let's go ahead and talk about it. So let them know what just transpired and then we could talk about our thoughts on it. <laughs> anyway, I mean, do you, are you telling me to bring up the topics? I just brought it up and you're supposed to now say, yes, this is what happened. And then we will comment on it. Oh, 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 excuse me. I'm sorry. Anyway, so, all right, guys. So, first topic of the day, I guess. <laughs> sorry, we have no format for this. But I think the biggest, hottest topic, or should we leave that for last? Maybe we should leave that for last. Let's talk about, like, the least, most talked about thing nowadays, but it was talked about a few months ago. The whole Huna and Edon being kicked out of Cube for dating each other. Um... Now, this caused a whole controversy because, you know, idols have this reputation of not being able to date who they want, especially not openly, because the fans will get rabid and boycott so that these artists will get kicked out of their company and or group. We kind of saw something similar happen when, with uh, Sungmin, Sungmin. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that name. From Super Junior, when he got married... You know, he surprised everyone. He's like, surprise, I'm getting married. And then like a year later, you know, he came out of the military and he was going to come back with Super Junior. And then all the fans just kind of started going crazy. And they're just like, we're going to boycott everything if you don't kick Sungmi, not the group. Which is so ridiculous. It's so funny how much people are hated for dating as K-pop stars. Well, when I, I wish that I just did not have to hear so much about stupid Justin Bieber's dating life or whoever else. Like, I do not care. But we are just bombarded with celebrity couple gossip so much here that it's so funny that it's the exact polar opposite over there. Like, why are they so mad? Well, I mean, that has a lot to do with the fandom culture there too. And I guess we could we can touch bases on that as well, you know, because... Um, fans see their idols as, I don't want to say their property. I, I wouldn't say that's what it is, but they, they see them as... They definitely take some ownership over them. Well, they see them as, you know, we're in this together. You know what I mean? Like, you got to the successful place that you're in in your career because of our love and support. And because, you know, we support you and love you because of your talent and your they gifts. They look at it as a bit of a betrayal. 
Well, yes, because, you know, they have this one-on-one relationship, this imaginary relationship with their idol. You know what I mean? And they see it as betrayal, especially when it's kept from them. You know what I mean? When it's just like a, like, you know, oh. But it's kept from them because they go crazy. Well, they don't see it that way. You know what I mean? They will find any reason to turn it around and be like, oh, well, you know, you were keeping us keeping us in the dark with the whole thing, and you weren't telling us, you know, that you were dating this person, so you basically lied to our face, you know? So, I mean, you can say, yeah, it's, it's a betrayal. It's a betrayal for them. Um, is it really? Oh, is it really a betrayal? No, because no. there was no lie to begin with. They have their own personal lives, and they have the right to privacy, you know? They don't have to tell you every time they go to the bathroom and take Censored. a... Censored. You know? Because you don't want to know things like that. That's their own. Well, speak for yourself. Oh. We're not here to. Uh, we're not here to kink shame. Are you? Are you saying that that's your kink, John? No. <laughs> I mean, um, no. I say that in a normal tone of voice because we're not here to kink shame. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's fine. Your kink is also something you should keep private. You know. Oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> They probably also look at it as a situation where it's like, oh, you're like, you're not focused on your work. So you're not going to come up with as many releases. So you're not, you're, yeah, you're leaving us behind. You're not going to be out there all the time because you're dating someone. Oh my God, how rude of you. Well, I mean, if we really stop and try to think of all the reasons, the logical reasons that these people act the way they do, or these fans, I'm using air quotes, act the way they do, we will not be able to find a single one not one logical reason (laughs) as to why they act the way they do other than the fact that they're emotional i don't even want to say i don't even know how old they are you know so you want to say they're emotionally immature and they don't handle such things there there we go that's perfect perfect wording for that you know and and they are you know and and that's the difference between the fandom culture in korea versus the fandom culture in America, where we're always dying to know what the- We're emotionally immature in a different way. Yeah, but we're always dying to know what true is going on with our celebrities. Like we are such nosy Nosy little angels. We want to know who they're dating, when they're getting married, what car they drive, where they live, you know, what they're wearing, you know, all the time, all the time. Yes. Yes, we do. No, we have to know. I feel like it's, it's cooled down a little bit in recent years, like compared to a decade ago, but still, it is just oof, I mean, looking at what happened with Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, I wouldn't say so, you know? Or what happened with... Um, what happened with them? Pete Davidson did it to himself. He's a jerk. What are you talking about? They broke off their engagement. He's yeah, I know they broke off their engagement, but it's not. I oh, I swear it's his fault more than anyone. Well, it's I'm not, not like saying it's anybody's. Fault. I'm not saying anybody's fault. I'm just saying that we're we were interested in that whole ordeal. You know what I mean? And like ever oh, since that's they true, get, true in the, ever since they got all engaged, the SNL about it. Ever, ever since they got engaged, you know, everyone was like on. The, I know about the whole situation, and who knows? It could have been because of partly because of that that they broke off their engagement because he's not used to that type of exposure, you know, and. Um, even like Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber's turbulent relationship with each other, you know, like the whole back and forth. And back and forth and back and forth. You know, I still managed to find a way to hear about it, even if I didn't yeah, exactly. want to, you know? Exactly. It's like, I know everything about their relationship, but I never have looked it up before. I just happen to know it because it's just, 
It's omnipresent. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You know what I mean? And people crave for that. People love that. Remember back in the late 90s when JT and Britney were dating? You know? Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if you were, you know, following them back then. But, like, I remember. It was one of those things where it was omnipresent. So it's just, yes, yeah. I it. <laughs> so I remember everyone was just going wild about them. They were a power couple, you know? Especially with that matching jean outfit. That was a power move right there. <laughs> Yes, they were they were cute, you know what I mean? And nobody was going buck wild, nobody wanted to boycott them, nobody, you know, felt betrayed, you know, they like this stuff, you know what I mean? They like a romantic storyline like that, you know what I mean, to happen in real life. You know? Yeah, and I really love how it played out now, now that Justin Timberlake is not nearly as cute and she's with someone way hotter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, saying, you, to- you totally don't sound petty at all, John, you know? Yeah, no, not, a, not, a, not even in the least bit. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, he's dating Jessica Alba, or married to Jessica Alba now. <laughs> so. Yeah, so, mm, fun with that. <laughs> That's great, I love the shade, throw the shade. <laughs> Anyway, so... Uh, but, what were we talking about? Oh, oh yeah, dating. And, yeah, and, uh, so anyway, whatever. it's more accepted <laughs> It's more accepted here. In Korea, it's... The fan base doesn't doesn't have that romanticized view of idol dating. They have yeah. a romanticized view of them with their idol, you know, and them with their idol together. And they will never be parted with their idol. Nothing will ever bring them apart, you know? And I think that that's yep. kind of an unhealthy mindset to have and scary. Oh, yeah. For everyone involved, it's unhealthy and scary and weird. And, yeah. yeah. They're just going to have to imagine three ways now. Sorry about it. It's just, you know, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes. But it's just, it's just it's also the companies that kind of feed into this whole thing. Yeah, you think so? How so? What do you mean, how so? They kicked Hyuna and Elon oh. out of the company. Because the oh, fans... you, okay, you mean that way. Okay, I um, thought you meant I like mean, beforehand. I don't know. No, like the companies like indulge these fans in their extremities. And... Oh, yes. And they're, you know, they don't really remedy the situation. They kind of like are just scared because, you know, what happened with Yuna and Idan, like their stocks, Cube stocks just completely plummeted. And... Cube had... I can't believe they kicked her out. She was on Ambien when she started dating him. She was on Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, John. <laughs> shade is good today. Yeah. I feel totally... So... Who needs FPF 100, you know? And you have John Who? Shade. Is that a new group? <laughs> I mean, suntan lotion. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it. Yes. That's her first single. I, I guess, I guess. But anyway, I don't like tanning. Um, yeah, so the company kind of indulges it, and the, the their stocks kind of plummeted when the whole dating announcement came out. So they were kind of oh, like, no. oh, because Cube was already on the like borderline of brokenness. And, you know, Pentagon was coming on up, and G-Idol was coming on up, and Hyuna was already making money for them, so they were kind of getting their footing back in the industry. And then everything exploded in their face. Their stocks were plummeting and stockholders are like, oh, uh, uh, you know, what are we going to do now? So then they just mm-hmm. kind of panicked. They sure did. And fans just started the boycotting events and refunding tickets and it just got really bad. So Cube decided to do 
what they thought was best, I guess. A knee-jerk reaction. Yes, and they just kicked them out without telling them anything. So, yeah. and then they okay, so they took it back. Has Hannah... They took it back. Yeah, what do you mean they took it back? They took it back. They're just like, oh, no, no, no. We actually haven't kicked them out. It's under discussion. And then they finally kicked them out, so. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Has she done an interview since then? Like, and talked about it? She actually wrote uh, a letter to Q. I read the letter. And she posted it on um, somewhere. So that we could all read it. And it was like tea. It was hot boiling tea. And it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So I, I read that letter. What did it say? Basically, it said that she helped. I've slept since helped, then, so uh, I don't remember. She helped build Cube from the beginning. Uh, you know, when, once that one CEO split from JYP. And she was there trying to work hard to bring Cube to, uh, up to be a great company and you know then she had to learn about them kicking her out through articles and you know she was asking for her contract to be terminated and there was no response and then she demanded a response from them by a such and such date you know so it was some hot some hot tea that was it was good she's a queen. yeah she, okay so it says I've done my best, deteriorating my health in order to sacrifice for the cube that exists today. Yes, exactly. Tell him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Queen. Anyway. You know what? I think she'll I think she'll be fine. She came to South by Southwest here in Austin in 2014, and when she was performing, Lady Gaga walked in and just like went over to the bar and was watching Hyuna and Jay Park. So, you know, you've got you've got Lady Gaga support, okay? Lady so who? you'll be fine. Lady Gaga? Lady who? I'm sorry, I don't I don't Gaga? I don't know. I don't know her. Oh, you don't like Lady Gaga? Who is she? I don't know her. Oh my god. <laughs> so Anyway, what are your final thoughts on this situation? I don't have final thoughts. My thoughts are ever evolving. I guess those are your final thoughts. No thoughts at all. <laughs> Well, what are, what is her plans? What is she doing now? What's what's her they're next? They're going step? to you know fashion events did, did she, together, and they're taking Instagram photos together of them snuggling and hugging. So her new plan is just to be an influencer. I guess you know just to like show that she is not ashamed of her relationship with him and him vice versa, and and I guess that's that's an impact in the industry because you know you don't see that idols succumb to She's, fan demands all the time, you know. So they decided to fight for That's love. That's a form of feminism right there. Fight for love. I mean, love wins, you know? That, she's part of a new feminist movement in K-pop. You know what I mean? Well, I hope so. I mean, I wouldn't call it feminism. I just call it, you know, uh, equality in general. Equality for all. You know, she's a human being. She is allowed yes. to date just like any other person, you know? Just because she's an idol doesn't mean that, you know, she can't do what everyone else can do. Exactly. So, I guess that's the final thoughts on that. So, Girl power. Are we moving to the next topic? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess we could talk about the Sani feminist song next. John, why don't you um, go ahead and, and do that wonderful rendition you did earlier. Wonderful rendition? 
Yeah, the reading that you did of the Sunny song. Oh, okay. We're gonna so, do the reading. Okay, so yeah. So basically, what had happened was is Sonny made some. Um, I guess at a concert, he sang a song about how he uh, hates feminists. He released a song and he tirated. He released at a, a song. Yes, we'll talk about the concert later. Oh, oh, okay. So yeah. Okay, so I was just trying to give some context. Sorry. <laughs> um, let me see here. <laughs> Here we go. I feel like I need like some uh, background music or uh, something, perhaps maybe a little, uh, little uh, bubble pipe that I can blow while I while I play this. Bubble pipe. This. <laughs> yes, of course, not a real one. Please, we're brand friendly. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I am feminist. I believe me- women and men are equal. See, I said women first, like how mom comes first in mom and dad. <laughs> Poetic. <laughs> I read one book. What's personal is political. They are touching words. Women have always been oppressed. Us men have always oppressed them historically. <laughs> so far, so far, I'm, I'm with him. I'm like, yeah, men have been oppressive historically. Women have always been oppressed. <laughs> okay, but it gets worse from here. But I don't understand those who say women and men aren't equal right now. Uh oh. If my grandma says it, I might. Well, that's good. I'm glad that he respects his grandmas. He might. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he might. Okay. But what inequality have you faced in your life? Okay, he's okay. You'll probably say among OECD countries, Korea has a gender pay gap, blah, blah, blah. Effing fake fact. Hey, if you want those rights so bad, why aren't you going to the military? Ugh. What do you want more? We gave you your own space in the subway, bus, and parking lots. <laughs> yeah, what more do you want? We gave you <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, girls don't need a prince. Then pay half of the house when we marry. I'm no prince. I have a lot to say, too. Men are victims of... Oh, man, this word. Okay. Confucianism, too. Did I make that? Confucianism? Confucianism. Well, oh, it's hard for me, okay? I'm, it's Words are hard. Sister, why mad? Blame system. Not men. I am feminist. Oh, God, this is so long. Do I have to read it all? Well, I think they get the point. <laughs> hold I on, think... hold on. Let me, let me go to the... Let me go to the... Oh, I didn't even read verse three. Oh, my God. Okay, so we'll just cut to the end here. You... When did we ever say you need to be pretty? You did plastic surgery for your own satisfaction. Now you're being childish, going without a bra, not shaving your armpits, cutting your hair short, and now you think that makes you a woke progressive woman? Equality sex? Nah, that's your inferiority complex, man. I like long hair, don't change. I'm a feminist. Oh, God. You know, I think the most hypocritical part was, you know, where he said, don't blame the men, change the system or something like that. Or blame the yeah, system. Yeah, the men are the system. Exactly. The system. Exactly. So dumb. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, the the issue came to a head recently, today, I think, when Brand New Music did their concert and Sonny was there and he was booed by the crowd and he basically went on a tirade uh, towards his criticizers about how they should shut the f*** up bleep 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 Mm -hmm. i guess so the concert came to a halt and the ceo had to come out and apologize on his behalf um because it affected (laughs) wait so at the concert he walked out and started apologizing no no, well yeah the ceo the ceo yeah oh that's so embarrassing like okay okay daddy's out here to apologize (laughs) oh yeah so dumb i know well i mean you know these rappers, you know, 
they want to say what they want to say. I, I started thinking, like, is he, like, the Korean Kanye now? You know? Oh, oh I hope so. <laughs> Why? Why? I feel like every country needs their own Kanye. No, no, they don't. Just keep everything in check. One Kanye in balance. One Kanye is enough, okay? One Kanye keeps everything in balance. Really, <laughs> it does. We don't need any more Kanyes, but like he's going, yeah. he's going for that where he's just spitting like factless, and he has already had. Um, uh, a history of being misogynist. He was at some sort of show, and uh, Irene, who is like second RV Bay, like she's gorgeous. Um, yeah, we love her. He started singing the song to her out of nowhere, um, and it's a song, song. I don't remember the song or how it goes or whatever, but it's a Bubble very pop? yeah sure. It's a very sexual song. Like, lyrically. And he started singing it to her. Kuptataji dragon? No. No. But anyway, he started singing it to her. And she just looked so... Not even awkward. She looked so... Just afraid. Like, like yeah, ew, get away from me. Yeah, like, he started coming up to her and, like, grabbing her hand. And, you know, looking into her eyes and singing to her, you know? This disgusting oh, sexual man. song, you know? And... It was just... In front of everyone. Yes, it was repulsive. And she was just sitting there like she didn't know what to do, you know? Like, she looked so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, it's like anyone working in customer service. I know, like, every girl that happened to them. <laughs> that's pretty uh, they much, don't know what to do. That's pretty much what she looked like, you know? Because you have to be polite, especially in Korea, yeah. you know? But when this guy is singing to you about giving it to you, you know, and something about his balls or something, you know? <laughs> like, you're just... With his stupid pool noodle hair, gross. Like, you're just, you know, what do you do? <laughs> when the cameras are all on you, you know, like... Old eyes on us. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. That's, that's nasty. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It, it's... So yeah, repulsive. so he's just like problematic in so many ways. He's and uh, he's yeah, he's the Kanye, Kanye of Korea. Um, okay. yeah. Luckily, I I think I let me see. Do I have any? I'm gonna look on my computer. Do I have I heard a song by him? Do I even know anything about him? No. Really? Um, no. all I ever hear from him is his his nastiness. Um, oh, I got Wanna Be on here featuring him. Wanna Be. Oh wait, and he was on. Oh, uh, by um Hyo Hyoyeon. Yeah, and then also wait, hold on. Um. He was on the Wonderworld album at Cool. That was him. Ew. I don't know any of these songs. Oh, well, let me tell you. Um, at Cool was this really funny song where uh, one of the members, I forgot which one, was like, yeah, I'm cool. I can rap in English. And she's like bragging about being a Nickelodeon and stuff. And it was like amazing because they're talking about how cool they are. Great. And anyway, he has a rap <laughs> verse in it. And you like the song? <laughs> Yeah, I love the song. Oh, okay. Well, at least we yeah. can't save everything. But um, anyway, <laughs> so final thoughts on that. Sonny is canceled, basically. Do you agree? Do we put the um, stamp of approval on his cancellation? Not returning for season two? Uh, well, maybe I'll watch it in syndication. <laughs> okay. You'll watch the old stuff before it got bad. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Um, what? Why aren't women allowed in the military? I don't know. That's that's something that 
Wait, is it that they're not allowed, or is it just that they're just not drafted, or they don't have to? They're not drafted. It's mostly the men. But is it is it kind of like Mormon mission trips where girls can go on it, but they're not required to? I don't know. I really don't. (laughs) But I just know that it's mandatory for men. Oh, okay. Well, what if you're transgender? That doesn't exist in Korea. Oh, what if I mean. Like, there's no, there's, not that it doesn't exist, I'm sorry, please nobody get on me for this, of course, transgender exists in Korea, but, but they I mean don't even that, take it into account. Right, they don't take it seriously, there's no laws protecting it, they don't see you as the gender that you identify as, so. I, you, you would think that they would be a little bit more progressive on that, especially with the men over there, like, you don't, I feel like toxic masculinity isn't quite as toxic except when we're talking about Sunny um, <laughs> as it is here like the men there can dress pretty and like have makeup on and like I feel like the gender gap or like the differences in gender is a lot less there they're definitely more androgynous there but yeah. um, I think that has more to do with the view on masculinity I think we have a very narrow view of what masculinity here is in the west as compared to yeah. the way they have it in in Asia, um, right? So I think if they if they have a broader view, then you would think they'd be more accepting. Yeah, but like... that has nothing to do with sexual orientation or gender, um, because they don't really see being or or what we view as dressing more effeminate as feminine. You know what I mean? They're still masculine. They're still men. They just take care of themselves more, and they see the benefits of using a little bit of BB cream, you know, and they care about their skin and taking care of, you know, you know, themselves and eating right. And, and here in America, we see that as, oh, that's, <laughs> that's gay. That's gay. Why would I pluck yeah. my eyebrows, you know? Why would I wear, like, makeup, you know? Like, why would I, why would I get a pedicure or manicure? It feels so good, though. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just the stigma we have here. It has nothing to do with they don't see it as being gay is what I'm saying, you know? Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, we see it as crossing a gender line, but they don't have the gender line quite as much, and so they don't... Right. It's not unless, considered. Un- unless you're kissing another man, and then that's when it's like, hmm, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. So. But, okay, so when I go into these um, Korean beauty places, um, then how come there's a whole men's section? Hello? What do and you mean? And none of it has makeup in it. What do you mean? Well, like when I go into when I go into um, 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 the face shop, uh-huh. there's a whole men's section, and the men's section is just like soap and cologne, and then the rest of it is like makeup and what have you. So I'm like, did they make that especially for American markets, or is it that way in Korea? I think and... it's for American markets. I think. Okay, we'll go with yeah. it. That makes most sense for our. Uh, in the context of this conversation. Yeah, because men here in America... <laughs> no, I mean, not even in the context of the conversation in general, because men in America aren't going to go there and buy that. And men, like Korean men who come here to America, are not going to wear BB cream anymore. Because if that's going to be... If that's the way Americans perceive men who do that, you know, then they're going to be ridiculed. So... They just oh, stay away yeah. from it. Anyway... Absolutely. So I guess we kind of went off on a real <laughs> on a real sidetrack there with the whole conversation about masculinity and femininity. It's, I guess it's an important it's an important topic. I guess we can talk about that in another podcast. I would actually love to touch touch bases on that, really, because um, I love that topic. I really do. Uh, maybe when we talk about the whole BL thing and why 
like gayness is acceptable in Thailand and not everywhere else in Asia. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Act cool. Act cool. Okay, so I guess we're done with that topic. And finally, we can talk about the last topic that we've been going. How far are we into this? We're 30 minutes in. Oh, wow. Look at that. We're having fun. I know. I thought we were, we were going too fast. Or too slow, excuse me. But no, I think we're going too fast. We're, we're breaking ground. Okay, so should we slow it down? Girl, you gotta slow it down. Charlie Puth? Who? No. <gasps> um. You don't like Charlie Puth? Who's that? It's okay. I don't know who. Is ever... he the one that wrote the song about cheating on his girlfriend and it became a number one hit? I I really don't know who that other lady you were talking about was either. So, what yeah. lady? Exactly. Very good. Yeah, I've slept since then, so I very, don't remember. Very good, John. I took a micro nap in the middle of this podcast. She she we don't know. Come in. She, we don't know who she is. Yeah, I don't know. Is somebody at your house? I don't know. I heard a knock. <laughs> you, you, just, hear... you just have your door open so people walk in? No. Well, it is unlocked. They could walk in, I guess. Why? That's that's terrifying. Why is it terrifying? Well, I. it's a nice neighborhood. <laughs> even it's a, just he, a bunch of, like... Even here in Miami... It's a bunch of Apple employee nerds. Even here in Miami, like, in nice neighborhoods, you do not leave your door unlocked because people will come from the bad neighborhoods. And no, it's just a bunch of Apple employees. They'll just walk over and no. be like, oh, hello there. Uh, do you need a RAM upgrade? Ho ho. Never, never. We'll never do that did, here. Did you reset the PRAM on your computer? Ho ho. Okay, Geek Squad. So I guess can we move on to the next topic of conversation? Yeah, what's the next topic? What are we talking about? Who is this? I mean, okay, so, so far we've talked about... <clears throat> uh, we've talked about... Uh, a guy who hates feminism. We've also talked about gender roles. I feel a theme going on in this podcast. You forgot that we talked about dating in Korea, idol dating. Yeah, so there's that too. I mean, again, I took a micro nap in the middle of this podcast. I don't remember. Thanks. That means I'm, you know, I'm a great conversationalist and you love to listen to me. I see now. No, I have one of those. I have a micro strokes like Frankie Muniz. <laughs> don't joke like that, John. Don't do that. I feel bad for him now. Oh. Well, that's sad. Anyway, now... That's my, that's my coping mechanism. Let's see. How much the ticket to L.A. is now? Are we going to L.A.? Are we going to K-Con? No, my friend is going to L.A. She's going to go see her beau. Her beau, excuse me. Going to go see who? Her beau. Her boyfriend. Oh. Oh, I was like, she's going to go see Boa? <laughs> yeah, sure. But anyway, let's move on to the next topic. Woo! Okay. No, nah, I don't want to. Wow. Buzzkill. <laughs> We're gonna get invited to KCON because of this podcast. Sure, this is this is the best one yet, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna honestly, they're gonna invite us there, and they're gonna say we're gonna sit you next to Edward Avila, and um, <laughs> you you guys can all debate about who's fat and ugly and too dark in K-pop, and it'll be great. <laughs> and one hose abs. Because that's, yeah. that's what he seems to be really interested in lately. That's the one thing he's got right. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. His, his one opinion that's like, okay. <laughs> Everything else he could keep. <laughs> okay, got it, got it. All right. Now can we talk about Jenny's lazy? What? Yeah, we can talk about how Jenny's lazy, which is... Is Jenny funny. really lazy? I should have posed that as a question. 
is Jenny is lazy. Jenny lazy. <laughs> okay, well, here's the situation. Want, I don't want to make accusations, <laughs> you know? Oh, I mean, comparatively so? Okay, sure, maybe, I guess. Like, her dancing just isn't what it, it you know, like, compared to the others, isn't, like, on par. But, I mean, think about it. She's, like, she just went so low, low, low. And <laughs> she's probably working very hard behind the scenes. And even if she's not, like, going 100% on the dance moves, like whatever i mean she's still she's skipping a lot. she's skipping parts too whatever who cares honestly i mean for international fans to be even like making this sort of like a, a stink about it is so funny to me like compare it to who you could be standing you know like are you gonna be over there like getting into megan trainer <laughs> huh you know I what mean, it is what... you know what it is john it's just you know k-pop gives us such high standards you know? They really do. They honestly do give us such high standards. And, and we expect maybe top quality all the time, you know? Maybe it's too high, is all I'm saying. Maybe, maybe. The most, like, extravagant performance I can even think of in the last few years is, like, Ariana Grande on a treadmill while she's singing. Here. Yeah, well, so that's what I'm saying. Like, when I... I'm so spoiled by the high standards in k-pop that when i watch a western award show and i see these performances they just look a hot mess to me so <laughs> is jenny still singing live i think so yeah okay is she still making music videos she's still going to performances she's still doing meet and greets she's still doing photo shoots i doing mean interviews i mean i don't know all that i don't follow her that closely i just know what people are putting out there you know and I well, haven't really made I a... think give her a break is oh. what I think. Well, you know, some people agree with you, you know? A good majority of people good. agree with you. So, I mean, and I would... As they should. And I would say, you know, maybe that's what it is. You know, she's doing solo work. She's doing group activities both at the same time. And doing concerts and doing music shows. You know, she's probably tired. Maybe she's sick. I don't know. I don't want to put that out there. And but, make, uh, you know, just like but make just, things up. But like... You know, Maybe she is, you're right. But, you know, it did look like in those videos that I saw that she didn't want to be there as compared to, you know, the videos from the previous years where she looked so high energy and just like all out right. there and like, yeah. But now, you know, she just kind of looked disinterested and she just has this resting bitch face, you know, that she just kind of looks like, I have to do this dance move like... Why? Well, there could be a million reasons for that. It could not just be, like, people just want to automatically assume, based off of what they see on service level, that it's just a bad attitude or it's laziness, but it could be a million other things. She could be dealing with chronic pain. She could be dealing with something emotional in her I life. I know, uh, but, you know, we can't assume all that either, you know? We can't sit here right. and say, these are all the reasons why it might be. We can only judge from what we see on the surface, you know? Um, well, we okay. And, we can't, and and this we don't is, have to judge though, just based off what we see on the surface. We don't have be, to, um, but the problem with the with this situation is, or, or with K-pop in general, is that when there is an issue, and obviously YG or these companies know that there's an issue, they never address it. You know, they just allow the fans to go on and on and on and make all these assumptions. You know, you can't stop people from doing that. Right? But what you can do is put truth out there. 
And by putting truth, you make all these people sound like whining babies. Not that they don't already sound like that now, but they have more of a reason to do so because they have nothing else to go off but those videos, which clearly show her looking pretentious and lazy. Supposedly, allegedly. So if YG were to come out and say, nah, shut the fuck up, she's fine, she's just tired, give her a break, then people will shut up, you know? Or even threaten and sue them for malicious comments. They don't do that. Instead, they go out, not say anything, and start deleting all of the Jenny is lazy YouTube videos all over YouTube, bringing more fuel to the fire because they're deleting it, you know, trying to cover it up instead of trying to address it. And I think- Right, they're really trying to save face, but when they do that, they're, they're going about it the whole wrong way. Like they would, yeah, like you said, they would, they would make the situation so much better if they would just say something rather than trying to cover it up because they're trying to make it seem like the problem doesn't exist. Exactly. Like when they do that, people are left to speculate and wonder. Exactly, exactly. So you get it. So, yeah, yeah. oh. Of course I get it. Okay, so that's wonderful, you know, and I agree that, yeah, you know, she may be going through some tough stuff, but we don't know. We really don't know. And I'm not one of those people who are just like, oh yeah, she's lazy, you know, like, ugh, you know. But I do think there's something yeah. wrong there. There's something up. I'm not gonna... But but she is, she is fat, though. Sorry, I'm going back to Edward Avila. <laughs> sure, sure. She's, she's obese. Wow, look at her. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she's lazy. She's gained so much weight. Sure, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, in Asia, I'm a large, so <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever bought anything from YesStyle? No, I bought something from a Chinese market and they told me to buy one size up, you know, because I'm usually a small, so I bought a medium. And when I got that mm -hmm. in the mail, it didn't even close. Like I couldn't bring the button to the little yeah. strap, it just, no, it didn't work. So I have to buy a large or extra large now. Can you believe that? And here in America, in Western culture. Yes, I believe that. I have the same. I am, I am considered skinny, you know, slim, slender. Mm -hmm. But in Asia, I guess I'm not, I'm too fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, well. but she's not fat, she's not fat, she's fine. She's beautiful. Yeah, that was a joke, that was a joke. <laughs> but, um, but. To me at least. But in regards to her, you know, to her enthusiasm on stage, I do feel like there's an underlining issue there. I don't want to assume that it's that she's lazy. Neither do I want to assume it's because she's exhausted or tired or sick or, you know, going through some family issues, you know, because and that's more speculation. I don't want to add fuel yeah. to the fire. I just do hope that whatever it is that she's going through, that she can pull through it and that she can come back stronger and fiercer than ever. That's it. Yeah, I, I think all, all that we want really is just for her to take care of herself and to, uh, you know, live her best life, really. Yes, and right now it doesn't look like she is. So hopefully she has like a good Christmas holiday and gets all of the presents that she needs from fans and takes a little break, you know, even though Blackpink has only had like two comebacks in like two years or something like that. So... That's a lot. That's not a lot. Compared to, to Western standards. No, and even now, Western music is just, like, too much happening all the time. So I suppose so. More established artists will release but it she's a K every three years. She's a K-pop... But she is, you know. She is a K-pop 
idol and in k-pop like it is standard for you to have two to three comebacks a year <laughs> so no oh my god the amount of red velvet comebacks that have happened this year i just uh, makes my head spin i know i know so yeah there you go you know shiny had three releases in the span of like two weeks it's like each so one release every two weeks three times back yeah. to back so Oh, and then a repackage, you know? And then Key's doing cello work. And now Onu, but he's not really promoting because he's going to the military, which is also work on its own, you know? And and yes. I mean, and I think that that's why, you know, people are kind of also frustrated, you know? Because they get, you know, sure, it could be something else. Not that she's lazy, but... And I know we shouldn't compare, but, you know, when you look at the... Yeah, why is Jenny so lazy? You know, she doesn't have to go to the military. No. What's she going to do? <laughs> I like how you pulled that, how you made that full circle. <laughs> yeah, what's she going to do? Cut her hair short? I like long hair. My grandma told me it's the best. <laughs> and mom comes before dad. <laughs> yeah. But um, but anyway, yeah, I mean, like, other idols, even though they're going through the ringer, they give it their all. So, whatever it is... That, I guess it is. Whatever it is... It's, that is the other side of it. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is, is that's distracting her, it's obviously more important than, you know, her career right now, so... Maybe she's right. Well, you could say like, okay, no matter what's going on in your personal life, you should be professional and you should still give it your all when you're at work. But sometimes, I don't know, it's, it's hard because sure, her work is in front of everyone to see and her work is really uh, performance based. And so it's sometimes it's really difficult to, to perform 100% if something, if something is going on. Right, right. So, well, anyway, I just want to ask our viewers what they think. You know, maybe I'll make another post on Insta. I don't know. Yes. Was... Make a post on Instagram. What's your Instagram username? It's Mr. Underscore Fink. That's M-R underscore F-I-N-K. Cool. And uh, let's see what else is there. All day today, I've been, um, I've been making candles. We have an event coming up. If you're listening to this, if you happen to be in the Austin area in Thursday, on Thursday, or in, in, I don't know, I lost train of thought again, where... Having a K-pop night, if you go to Facebook.com and search Demographics Entertainment, it'll give you all the information about it. It's at Sake Mama on 6th Street from 10 to 2 a.m. We're going to be playing a lot of K-pop and you can drink sake bombs. They have like a million, like 20 different, but 20 in a million is quite a different number, but 20 different sake bomb flavors. Most of you who don't know, I'm a really big shower. And I'm a really big uh, blinger. My ultimate bias is Jonghyun. And we are going to be holding a memorial for him here in South Florida, in Miami, Florida, on December 22nd at Florida International University. If you want to find out more information, just follow me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash F-I-N-K-I-E. That's facebook.com forward slash Finky. And just add me as a friend and message me and tell me that you're interested in the memorial. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff planned. We're going to celebrate Junkyun's life. We're going to listen to a lot of Junkyun music and shiny music. And we're going to have dance covers of shiny and Junkyun songs. And we're going to play shiny trivia, shiny bingo. It's going to be shiny, okay, so shiny, shiny, be... shiny, shiny all the time. <laughs> and it's a celebration be... of... 
Yes, it's going to be a celebration of Jung Hyun's life and his contributions to the K-pop industry. I think that's really great. Did you say what um, date and time that was going to happen? Yes, December 22nd at 1 p.m. at FIU. Okay. Okay, that's exciting. So if you're so if you're in South Florida or if you're in Florida in general and you feel like you want to drive on down, come join us. I don't know, John, maybe yeah. you want to maybe you want to fly in from Austin and come oh, join us. Maybe. <laughs> that is wow. really exciting though that you're doing that. That's wow. great. Are you putting that on by yourself or you got a group of people? Well, actually, I am I'm uh, quoting my hero Life uh-huh. is a collaboration. It's a collaborative effort, you know? So basically, I can never do any of these things alone. And if I did do them by myself, I would probably flop hard. Um, mm-hmm. I can't do it without my marvelous South Florida K-pop team of admins, uh, which includes uh, Natalie from K-Junkies uh, and Terry, who is a really amazing cover dancer, and my friend uh, Andres, who is also an amazing uh, artist and graphic designer, um, they're the ones helping me put all this together. And, you know, I'm doing the fundraising. Um, Natalie is doing the hosting. Um, Terry is the one who acquired the space for us. Uh, Andres is the one who's doing the artwork. And we all planned it together. We all scheduled it together, as along with the uh, featuring Amanda from K Junkies as well. And, um, and yeah, it's just something that we want to do for the community as well as Jung Hyun. And we're also going to promote his, um, his family's shiny foundation, which is a foundation that is created by his family, funded by all of Jung Hyun's royalties from solo work and shiny to, uh, raise awareness of mental health and create scholarship programs and things like that. So that's really great. I hope people can make it out if they can. I really do too. Yeah. It's well, be okay, fun. I guess we can, yeah, I guess we can end there. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, thanks guys. Kiss, kiss. Wait, aren't you going to say any of your Instagram and other stuff from where people can find you? Oh, right. I am, yes, so it's um, Twitter and Instagram is I'm John Norman, and then my YouTube is slash John Norman. Thanks. Oh, follow me on Shining in the East, Shining in the East on Twitter. That's it. And scene.